Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to season four of Surviving Motherhood podcast, where Chris and Rachel, moms and sister-in-laws with seven kids between us. We hope to bring laughter and love and help moms feel less alone. Thanks for tuning in. And as always, good luck surviving motherhood. Hey everyone, welcome back to Surviving Motherhood Podcast. Today we have a Chris and Rachel episode and uh, we're going to kind of talk about COVID because I know you guys are dying to hear more about COVID-19. <laughs> uh, you yeah, are they going to censor us for this? Yeah, COVID-19. they've been, you, I know you guys have been like, what are Chris and Rachel, what are Chris and Rachel thinking on this year of uh, quarantine, this year of a pandemic? Uh, I know our DMs have been going crazy. Just kidding. Uh, but we're going to talk about kind of our, as a one year wrap up, uh, we're going to talk about when we had COVID. Uh, spoiler alert, we got COVID. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> Together. Uh, kind of how our year went as far as COVID goes. I, I don't know. We thought we'd, uh, since we haven't as a, a, you know, a whole, as a whole world, we haven't stopped talking about it for a year. We thought we might as well weigh in. <laughs> tell well our, throw in what we think. Yeah, because, you know, 10 million voices are great. Like, let's just all talk over each other. So Good. y'all can hear about our experience with it. Yes. Too, Yes. We have our own experience with COVID. Yes, exactly. And we still don't have our smell and our taste is iffy months later. So (laughs) we don't recommend, first of all, disclaimer before all this gets started, there were some choices made. Yes. There there was some stupidity on our part. Yeah. There was some questionable questionable contact that we came in (laughs) our families, basically. Uh, basically all our family's fault we also want to say though before we get started we understand the seriousness of this yes we understand people have died we understand we are not trying to make this not important no at all we're just we're just telling our experience yes COVID-19 is not lighthearted. not lighthearted at all we are going to talk about our very very thankfully mild experiences I mean I was miserable at times I'm not gonna lie but (laughs) yeah we in the grand scheme of things we we have no bad lasting side effects we are very very lucky we are you know our hearts here to podcast about it Yes, we're here to podcast about it, but our hearts, our thoughts, our prayers go out to anyone that has been severely affected, that has lost loved ones. This is not a joking manner, and we're not making light of it. We're just going to talk about what our experiences were, and hopefully uh, we do giggle a little bit in it, because if we're not laughing, we're crying. So (laughs) let's get into it. So we, you know, we were very careful we did we usually had contact with each other's families because we Mm -hmm. let the kids play we needed it we needed to get the kids out chris has a lot of land has a lot of room we would love especially during the summer to get the kids outside we would swim a little bit nothing crazy we were very safe my dad had open heart surgery over the summer so i was 
it, it hit me on a different level. I always wanted to be safe. And I always wanted to, uh, you know, even social distance from my dad. But it, it hit another, because he's older, but it hit another level when he had the open heart surgery. They found out he had COPD. It was kind of a mess. And it really kind of restructured my thinking. Like, I was always mm-hmm. very concerned and did not want to get it, did not want to spread it. But at the same time, it, it that took it to another level. That was like yeah. a oh, this is, if if I was responsible for giving it to him, that I wouldn't be able to live with that. So that kind of made me look at it on a different level. So I really, and Chris too, I mean, we homeschooled for goodness sake. We didn't want the in and out of school. We didn't want the extra stress of quarantining. If a kid, you know, was positive, we wanted to keep a consistent lifestyle for our kids. So we mm-hmm. really, we started out really good guys, but I'm not going to lie. The, um, the walls closing in were real. <laughs> the cabin oh, fever sure. was real. And um, we visited with family and it went south. Do you want to <laughs> take a little bit of Which I would say, also, I had a baby in July. So, mm-hmm. like, there was a, up until I had the baby and then, I, and then I had a newborn. You know, so it's mm-hmm. like, it was very, in the beginning, it was more, First of all, it was more doable. I feel like everyone did a little better in the beginning because yes. th- we didn't know how long. So for a while, it was like, we can do this for a month. We can do this for, you know, whatever. Six weeks. We can do this for three months. We can do this. Which, <laughs> and then it, it kind of got up, like, ooh. It ended up working out for us to support each other because my dad had surgery in July and Chris was having to do, you know, with Shep in July. And so we both had so many hard conversations. We missed out on family events. Mm-hmm. We we had like <laughs> went back and forth a thousand times on making decisions. What was the yes, right way to do it? But we at least had each other. I feel we like did. that helped. Like yes, for the because, first Fourth of July ever mm-hmm. in my life, I didn't go to the family lake house with the whole family. But Rachel wasn't going either, so that made it a little made the FOMO at least a little better. Like yes, and we could support, like we could talk through it with each other because I know my sweet husband was tired of hearing it. My mom, you know, <laughs> is the other person I typically talk to, and she is very very safe, so it wasn't like I could go back and forth with her. She knew the answer. She in knew. Her yeah. head. <laughs> uh, she knew what you should do. Which which makes this. <laughs> get a little more difficult um, so it um we hit thanksgiving and <laughs> we get a little friendly <laughs> i guess that would be the best way to put it um uh, yeah and we decide to go ahead and go through with the branson trip to um branson obviously to branson uh, it started where, where out we, small, and then there were, you know, extra people added that were aunts, uncles, family members, and that, and it, and then there, yeah, and it just kind of spiraled from there. Also, this is where say, our biggest, our, yeah. I think our biggest, <laughs> I mean, maybe not biggest, because in my mind, like, had we stayed at a hotel, we would have been in and out of a lobby, there would be the cleaning staff in and out of the room, you know, yeah. so I, maybe we not, was to not do it but we're past right. that point and we, we did it so here's we what happened it. and we, we all stayed in one house i think there were <laughs> what was there like 10 do do we have to count them do we have no, to there, count them? there's gotta be more than 10 because there's seven in my family and four years so anyway above 10 we'll just oh no the oh, way, oh. you guys 
It's it was a tough bad. time. <laughs> it was a tough time. And we oh. hope that you love us through it. If you have been inside your house with your kids and you haven't left and you're listening to this, like, you guys, sons of guns. <laughs> um, we, you deserved we every bit of it. We did. And we did. And I did. I um, <laughs> So we um, stayed in an Airbnb kind of situation, a, you know, v- Verbo. Gosh, I hate that. VRBO. The no, commercial. Yes, the commercials oh. say Verbo. Oh. I, yeah. Isn't that awful? Now that I know what it's supposed to say, I'm like, I can't even say it. Um, verbo. Okay, we yeah, stayed we stayed at a Verbo. At house. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we visited a couple of places at Branson. Uh, we hoped that everybody was taking their social distancing and mask wearing seriously. They were not. Um, we thought the state we lived like. Dixie Stampede is one of the places we I mean, like, we really weren't no. smart. I think that we, we were just hopeful. It was just sort of like a close your eyes, go for it, and yes. pretend it's not happening. But guess what? It was, and we all got COVID. You guys, uh, saying it out loud is really painful. I just want you to know that. Um, <laughs> like a confessional right now. Yes, I'm like... Please forgive me, Father, for I have made bad choices. So we did a few activities. They were all on their websites. They were very prepared for COVID. When you actually go, no one cared. We thought in Arkansas, where we're from, that it was pretty lax. Um, no, it was not. Arkansas uh, well, looked- and they they didn't even have a mask mandate, which I did not know. No, I did not know we either. Were there. No. Which Branson, like the city of Branson, they were supposed to do mask wearing. And like they wore masks while performing in the Dixie Stampede. The waitress had masks on. But as a general, like there were lots of kind of loopholes that was like, oh, we're a fitness place. So we don't have yes. to. That we yes. were kind of like, oh, okay, we're too far in for this. Yes. It felt like it spiraled. Like the Which idea, hindsight, of it. it didn't even matter. COVID yes. was in our house. Yes. Well, like it came from within, <laughs> and we really there were false negatives, false positive. Like we don't even really know. Yeah, we don't even know where it played out. We don't sure. have an actual proof. We don't have an actual. This was the first positive test. So, okay. So we tried to enjoy our time <laughs> at Branson. Short. We all got it at the same time. That's true. That's a true story. We did. So we um, we enjoyed Branson for the most part. I mean, it's it's tough with kids. You guys have been on um, trips. They're not vacations. We have made this very clear. They are 100% <laughs> trips. Trips somewhere else doing the same and, thing. Yes, I do think it was really good for the kids before the COVID. Um, <laughs> I think that... Um, it was good. There were great things about it. Um, oh, for sure. As, as soon as we get back, things get a little dicey. And I want to say before this, which I think I've talked about on and off throughout the podcast, because it, it it's a reoccurring theme. Chris gets kidney stones too, but my husband is a major kidney stone producer. He has just passed last night, number 71, birthed a new baby. <laughs> I love um, that he's still counting. <laughs> oh, yeah. At this point, I don't think he could lose track if he wanted to. Um, <laughs> I ordered, you guys, you can order kidney stone strainers on Amazon. Just oh, you should have just told me. I have one. Well, we needed multiple because he saves it in that and takes it to the oh, doctor. Yeah, okay. We I just can't help I don't want to. Well, because he broke one, getting it out one time, 
and so he and he has to take him to the doctor to turn him in you know yeah so yeah get him tested anyway so he broke one one time so now we're here where we just put it in a bag you know there's after 71, you start learning really cool tricks and tips to deal with them. <laughs> if you need advice on containing kidney stone, Rachel's your yes. girl. Yes. Um, so uh, my husband had had a kidney stone for about three weeks at this point. Um, it didn't wasn't showing any signs of blockage. So he, that means he has good and bad days. He has good and bad moments, really. It's mm-hmm. a wave of pain here and there. Sometimes it's miserable. Sometimes he's fine. You never know what you're going to get. So this adds, you know, little cherry to um, a vacation <laughs> trip uh, <laughs> with my loving, miserable husband. Um, not miserable because he's a miserable person. Miserable because of the stone. Right. Just clarify. That was just a make good clarify, sure. though. Uh, <laughs> so, just catches that sentence. <laughs> yes. So he's, he, we, on the trip, we have scheduled an appointment to go to a urologist the day we get back. Like, things are not going well. Like, he thought he was going to be able to pass it. He's like, no, I'm dying. Okay. So he and has he's in the house with all of us, including my five kids. Just, mm-hmm. just a reminder. Yeah, yeah, and he's to the point where, I mean, he's in as much pain as you would be, and as you go to the emergency room, but it, an emergency room doesn't really help with kidney stones much. Mm-hmm. They do an, uh, he gets uh, ultrasound, and then they can't see it, and then they have to do a CAT scan. It's a spiral effect. So, like, yes, he could have gone to the emergency room, but they would have gotten him out of pain for maybe an hour or two and then sent us on our way. So, not helpful. So, as we're and doing very this, expensive. Oh, yes. And as we're doing all this kitty stone fun, we leave Branson, pack up. We're, you know, happy we went. And then we get home. And <laughs> I think your household <laughs> had the first home symptoms. So, you can... <laughs> Zach was the first one and he it like knocked him out like so at this point we're pretty sure that it's too late even on a budget quality is non-negotiable that's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks Italian leather jackets and so much more And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. For anyone to, to turn back now, but just to be safe, he quarantines himself upstairs at our house. Mm-hmm. So that goes on for a full two days. I mean, he's like basically asleep. Like I pretty much have to slide things under the door and bang on the door to wake him up to get him to eat or you know <laughs> try and to so, drink this. Exactly. And at this point, he had like a cough and a fever and felt sick, but he didn't have any like telltale COVID symptoms, right? Like he right, didn't have yeah, lots no, no. of taste or something. Which I mean, yeah. it, it had gotten to the point where it was like, if you Google anything, it could be COVID. Mm-hmm. So it was mm-hmm. sort of like, 
no clue, but I feel like the main thing was like taste smell. So uh-huh. we have not lost taste and smell at this point. So then I start around day two, I start not feeling good. Well, you know how a mom sick day is versus a dad mm-hmm. sick day. So I'm yes, still girl. homeschooling the kids, taking care of them. And I tell him, can you just come downstairs at this point? Because I'm pretty sure I have it also. He's confirmed positive now. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I have it. He says, there's no way that you have it. You would be miserable. You'd be in the bed, which I'm like, hold my beer. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, okay, you do not know mom's sick day versus dad's sick day. So I go get tested basically just to prove to my husband that I have COVID also. Otherwise, I, I was convinced in my own mind, like, positive. Yeah. So, and you, but you were having some doubts like, oh my gosh, what if I go get tested and then it is negative? And he was right. Yeah. I was, I was like, okay, I'm just going to say it was positive, like, regardless. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so I go get tested. I'm positive. It's just the, you know, aunts and uncles are all positive. Brent and Rachel yes. now have symptoms. Ugh. Yes. And with Brent, we got to find out in a very interesting way. Yes. <laughs> So we get a call, I think it was a Friday, and Chris is like, Zach just got his positive test. Brent I'm so has, sorry about this news. <laughs> Brent has a pre-op uh, blood work draw because they've decided that he's going to have to have his kit, he's going to have to have surgery to have it removed. He's going to have to have lithotripsy. So uh, he has an appointment at the hospital to get blood work and a COVID test. So he calls the <laughs> hospital and he's like, hey, my brother-in-law, who I was around, just tested positive for COVID. Do you want me to still come in? I'm not having any symptoms. Well, I I was the wimp in this in our household because Brent's already down with a kidney stone. So COVID isn't hitting him the way it would have if he hadn't had a kidney stone. It's not hitting the same. He's he's very capable of a man cold. He is oh, more yeah. capable of a man cold than miserable with a kidney stone. Not ish but the the covid wasn't hitting him so he's like i don't have any symptoms but do you want me to come in they're like yeah go ahead and come in um we'll go ahead and do the test just you know be super let's wash hands let's wear a mask what you do already going to the hospital so he's like okay so i drop him off for blood work i have to turn my seat warmer on because i am so my whole body hurts you guys i am sore from the like neck down every joint cannot move and I'm sitting there after dropping him off the hospital I'm like oh my god like he doesn't think he has COVID how do I have COVID but do I have COVID but I can I just hurt I just <laughs> the hurt mental all game. over I was just like I just hurt all over all weekend Rachel kept texting me like my hips are hurting so bad my back is hurting so bad you it was like this. an escalation it was like tears in my eyes kind of pain that was the worst <laughs> part of COVID for me but I couldn't complain that much to my husband because he has a big kidney stone stuck and we're like <laughs> under, like it, the nurse on Friday says, well, you may, you, you know, it's an emergency, you know, it's causing some blockage. So you may still be able to have surgery. So we have some hope. But then Monday he tests, his test comes All back. crushed. He's positive. I had lost my sense of taste and smell the day before. And I'm like, yeah, I have it. And he was like, oh. <laughs> Are you sure? Are you just wanting to lose your taste and smell? I'm like, literally, I can't smell or <laughs> Why taste. Why would anyone ever want it? <laughs> He's like, you're not wanted to have it, are you? And I was like, D- I'm a grown woman who has to still do literally <laughs> everything I've done every day before this. My life yes. doesn't change 
at all. So no, I'm not. I'm not one. If, <laughs> if I got to stay in bed for a week and nobody talked to me, maybe. Then maybe. Yeah. Maybe I would play COVID. But no, I was miserable all weekend, heating pad or in the bathtub the whole time. And, <laughs> and so Sunday when my sense of taste and smell left, I was like, okay, that's it. I have it. Brent, you know, you're going to have a positive test. He was like, no, I don't. I don't think I have it. I don't think I have it. And I'm like, okay, well, maybe you got a negative test and we'll see where we go from here. Do you want me to go get tested? We're like, we'll just wait on your test. His well, test, right? Yeah, his test was positive. Um, his symptoms were never bad. Um, but both of our kids ended up getting it. Yeah. Um, they both ran a little bit of a fever. Theirs didn't last for more than a day. We were lucky. There's no long-term side effects that we've seen um, a couple months out. But my sweet baby boy, who is the worst eater on the planet anyway, lost his taste. And it was so depressing. You guys, he loves like microwave popcorn. Like, don't at me. I know it's that bad. Whatever. And he doesn't anymore, Chris, by the way. He's already switched. He won't eat hot popcorn anymore. But at the That's time, fair. he's so weird. Okay. So at the time, he <laughs> loved what he, what he called hot popcorn. He was like, I love hot, like hot popcorn was his thing. I'd be like, you can have hot popcorn if you eat this much of your meal. Like it was, it was a bargaining tool. That's <laughs> it how much power it had. Yeah. yeah. So he's not one to eat his breakfast. And I'm just thinking he's being finicky. So I'm like, do you want some, you know, popcorn, like testing out what's going on? Because he hadn't shown any symptoms yet. And he's always the one that all of us that like, if we have a, if our family has a stomach bug, like we're all dying for a couple of days and he like gags once and that's all he gets. <laughs> so I'm like, great. Lawson's going to be, you know, which I mean, is awesome. But at the same time, like, okay, is he even going to get it? Like, no, that baby lost his taste. He spit out popcorn. Then, you guys, he ran in his little four-year-old self to his room, threw himself on his bed, and cried over the hot popcorn not tasting good. <laughs> so it was a tragic day in our house. And he did, he got the highest fever of all of us. So that was a moment where I really had to... um like, sit. what What did I do? Yes, yes. I really had to sit with myself and take those consequences and really, you know, be hard on myself for a little bit. And like I said, you guys, uh, my mom, who I talk to very frequently, she does not listen to this podcast though. So you guys don't even, don't even mention it. Um, <laughs> Pretend that didn't happen. Uh, um, I had to tell her after her mm -hmm. full and well knowing that it was a, not our brightest <laughs> idea um, to go. It's like um, eating crow. You just do yeah. not want to have to say, well, that's I didn't, what happened. I didn't even tell her until after my symptoms were basically gone. I was just like, mom, Brent's test came back positive. And she was like, oh, do you think you had it? And I'm like, well, what you didn't know is I complained to Chris for three full days straight about how <laughs> my whole body hurt. Yeah, but what you don't know is our water bill is skyrocketing. I've been in the bath for a week. And you know, Brent wants to take 10,000 baths when he has a kidney stone. So even like taking that bath time away was like, I was like, no, I need this. This is bad. Yeah, and so I, I mean, he side-eyed me the whole time. I just didn't even look. I was like, I can't care. My body hurts. Oh, it's so, I mean, I'm what, three months out and my knees have never been the same. Y'all. That's there when are I some, started to get yes. achy knees was during yes. COVID. And I thought it'd go away. And maybe I'm still hopeful. <laughs> that maybe when uh, my taste returns, so will my knees. <laughs> yes. I, but man. I feel like my taste is getting there. I feel like some things still taste weird. Like Coca-Cola. Like I used to like, 
a really cold Coke was like a, such a, like a treat, like such a refreshing thing. Nope. Mm-mm. Doesn't do me, do it for me anymore. Uh, Mountain Dew still tastes good. So you guys don't worry about me. I'm fine. Um, <laughs> she has found other addictions, but <laughs> yeah, I won't buy it. But when I go to Chris's house, I steal one literally <laughs> every time. Bust me out like that? Hey, you have more self-control. I literally think I might just drink them all. They literally taste so good after Coke. I don't know what it is. Don't know. Cold Mountain Dew is hard to beat. In my uh, and then I've told Adeline that they're, uh, she knows that sodas like aren't super healthy, but for, I think maybe when she was maybe five, she tried to try one of mine and I'm like, oh no, that one has so much sugar. That's like a special treat grown up drink. And she's like, oh, is that like a grown up drink? And I'm like, yeah, something like that, you know. Or she'll be like, yeah. is that is that a really bad drink? And I'm like, yes, but it's really not yes, worse than Coke. I don't know. Why I, I I instilled that in you, but, you know, I might as well <laughs> let her think that. It is. Uh, as far as sugar, it has more calories or more uh, grams of sugar than a Coke does. Oh, okay. Well, more I calories, wish, too. So. I really, if she's learned nothing else, she knows that Mountain Dews are bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's hilarious. Yeah, so, yeah, my kids, my kids didn't ever show symptoms so we're not really sure how I mean they were Lincoln was basically licking me so (laughs) I don't know how it's gonna be you know how they didn't get it but that I'm not really sure if they did or not but Zach and I down for the count aunts and uncle I I mean like the count was let me think I think again (laughs) two aunts and two uncles both got it yeah, and Britt and Rachel and their kids. Yep. I mean, basically, uh, the point of all this is to say, you really need to think through <laughs> your decisions. Yeah, because it did not feel it's wor- coming for you. It did not feel worth it. The two times majorly, for, well, all the times my body was aching, I was like, "What a dumb idiot." <laughs> But the other two times when it genuinely hit me hard, first of all, Brent's surgery had to be postponed like three and a half weeks. So. Um. That yeah. extended that kidney stone for almost full six weeks of my husband being in and out of pocket. And bless his heart, I can't tell when he's in pain. So I'm like, would you take out the dying trash? And he's like, I'm literally <laughs> I'm dying. dying right now. And I'm like, sorry, I didn't know you were dying right now. There wasn't any kind of dye light on. Can you have like a check kidney <laughs> you need light? To turn your light on. Exactly. So that, uh, that, Ooh, that felt really off, which I, we didn't know it was going to play out like that. But anyway, and then watch it loss and spike that fever and be so miserable. I, uh, it broke my heart. So I definitely wouldn't say it was worth it, but we did enjoy the time. We are incredibly blessed that our symptoms weren't worse. Eventually, maybe mm-hmm. we'll get our taste and smell back. Uh, maybe those are, maybe that's our penance for, um, hopefully one day I'll be able to smell a good old can of Jif peanut butter again. But uh, and t- I would do want to say quickly, uh, imagine having a baby who mm-hmm. still poops their diaper and you can't, you or your husband can't smell anything. <laughs> it was a very uh, challenging time. Did he end up with diaper rash? He did not because the boys would Oh, but it's good. like they would walk in and be like, oh, Shepherd pooped. And we're like, oh, he did? No, gosh. Yeah. That is hilarious. So that's our story with COVID. We hope that you could laugh with us and add us a little bit. You know, we're, <laughs> we're not a We can take it. it. I'm, a, I'm take a one it. Enneagram, so I'm the, I'm the hardest on myself. So I can take y'all being 
being hard on me. It's okay. You're also a rule follower, and you knew you weren't following the rules. So, yep. Mm-hmm. You probably feel like you deserved it. You deserved oh, 100%. It 100%. I was like, well, this is what I deserve because I clearly knew that I wasn't supposed to. Not that COVID rules are clear, but I clearly no. knew that I was breaking them. You know, well, yeah, was, I was not borderline. I was like full on breaking all the rules. And look yep. what happened. Yep. This is so, why you should follow rules. So that's why we've been inside for a year. You can think <laughs> that's why this is still going. No, just kidding. But we really, our, our thoughts and prayers do go out to everyone affected. This is still not a laughing matter. We hope that things are, you know, the light is shining again and we're heading back to whatever normal looks like. But we just want to say that um, hopefully you enjoyed and could laugh at us. So. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Head over to Instagram at Surviving Motherhood Podcast or survivingmotherhoodpodcast.com if you want to connect. Don't forget to leave a five-star rating. If it's anything less than five stars, just send us a mean message. That's fine. Um, <laughs> and a review so that we can help grow our podcast, get us a little more visibility, and uh, be able to chat with you guys more. So thank you so much for being here. And as always, good luck surviving motherhood. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.